The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities. Featuring experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists, Making Life Brighter will be a forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here's your host, Winifred Adams. Happy New Year and welcome. This is Winifred Adams. I'm your host today on Making Life Brighter Radio. We have a very special guest today, Victor Duya, and he is originally from... Paris, France? Yep. Uh, Welcome, Victor. And he's now uh, been living in the United States and Los Angeles for a greater part of his adult life. And so we'll call him American, so to speak. But he's really from France. So welcome, Victor. Thank you for coming. You're very welcome. Uh, Victor is an amazing artist. And I'm showcasing Victor today and sharing his artistry with you because I'm so enamored with it. And you will be too by the end of the day. He's really done some fantastic sculpture work and of marine life as well as animals and when you get to see his work you'll understand why I'm so excited about talking to Victor today and so we're going to spend this hour talking to Victor about his artistry and how he got into sculpture and what he's been doing with it and his passion for animals marine life and the wild so this is such a treat thank you for coming you're very welcome I'm really happy to be here Uh, we are in Victor's studio today and he has this massive sculpture in front of us of a shark. What kind of shark is that? It's an oceanic white tip. White, what, so what's the difference between a white tip and, say, a regular one that we have off the coast here? Oh, they're just the shape. Um, those kind of sharks actually live not near any reef, but they live in the blue. And uh, if, you, if you look at this shark compared to any other shark, you can see the dorsal fin is very round. Uh, the pectoral fin... Yeah, are very round too, and they actually finish with a little white on top of it. Ah. So they call the oceanic white tip, and you find it uh, in uh, Bahamas. It's a place where I go pretty much every year to dive with them and take picture of them. And you can find also you can find them also in uh, Red Sea. The Red Sea. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And are, what do they eat generally? Are they fish? They eat other fish. Yeah, fish. That's. Yeah, is it a particular kind for each shark? Does each shark eat different fish? You know, I wish I could answer this. I, I don't know. They probably, they probably eat whatever they find. I see. Because they are predators, so they are eating the weak. Yeah. The old. They're cleaning up the ocean. Yeah, they are cleaning. We need them to balance the ecosystem. Yeah. So, tell us how you even got into this. First of all, you came over from France, and yeah. how old were you when you came to the United States? I was 26 years old and I came on vacation for months and I never left. <laughs> you never went back? <laughs> no, I never went back. I, I fell in love with America and uh, all the possibility and uh, the space. Um, I just loved it here and I just stay. That's fantastic. You know, I always ask people, 
what is it that you love about this country since you came from another country? I just think it's amazing that people move from one country to another and, and speak the language and start a business and do whatever they do. What is it that you love about being in America? The freedom. Really? Uh, yeah. The you freedom, don't have freedom in France? Not as, as much as here. And the possibility to do whatever you want and become whatever you want. Ah, the American that's, dream. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's for me the difference between Europe and America. You became whatever you want and you are, you are able to accomplish your dream. That's amazing. Well, you're definitely completing your dream in doing this because this is clearly a passion of yours. So when you came here, what did you begin doing? What, how did you well, I was, uh, survive? I was a dental technician in France. So when I, became, when I, when I came to America, I, uh, I was actually burned out. I didn't want to be, I don't, I didn't want to be a dental technician. So I, uh, I was in the motorcycle business. I was buying a motorcycle and Harley Davidson and ship it to France. I was also a bouncer in nightclub. <laughs> I became also waiter in a restaurant. And also I start a gym, gym, uh, gym Levi's business. I collect old Levi's and, uh, wash them and put them in a store on Melrose. Wow, that's amazing. So I did a... You had like uh, 10 businesses. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want to do the dental work. So I, for a while, I just did something else uh, and I came back to dental work later on. Okay. But it was fun to be some something else. That's neat. So when you got back into dental work, were you doing anything... Um, when you say technician, does that mean you were you were, create, what were you creating molds or what were you doing? I was doing porcelain work. So you're carving? Yeah. Okay. Porcelain work and uh-huh. uh, actually helped me a lot too. I was going to say that yeah. has quite a bit to do with sculpting, yeah. doesn't it? Absolutely. It's just uh, I think it was uh, it was it was something I needed to do to become a, a sculptor. Mm-hmm. Is, I didn't actually choose. I became a dental technician, and the te- dental technician became a sculptor because you need to know how to sculpt, right? To uh, create pieces. And so then, what took you to this exact passion? How did you get to this place where you decided one day you were just going to sculpt? Had you always wanted to? Did no, you I actually um, didn't really uh, decide. I just, uh, the universe decided for me, I guess. Because uh, I've been a diver since uh, I started diving. I was 17 years old. So I've been in the water with a lot of different species of animal and just uh, obsessed by this underwater, underwater world because of uh, reading the book of Jacques Cousteau. Oh, yes. Jacques Cousteau always, yeah. So he inspired me to become a diver. I became a diver. And uh, I just one day, when I, was, when I was in France, in my dental lab, I sculpted actually uh, a little shark for no reason. I was just uh, taking a break from uh, making teeth, and I just sculpted a little shark, and I cast in, uh, in sterling silver, and I still carry this piece here with me. Really? Oh, yeah, even if I, dra- yeah, I travel the world and I live in different places, I still own this little piece. I lost a lot of my stuff, but this piece is still with me now. Fantastic. So, and um, I didn't pay any attention. I just caught it, cast it in sterling silver and kept it. And um, 20 years later, I'm doing, I have almost 50 pieces. Now, I remember when you began this passion, but I didn't know ever if it was something that you had done previous to that or if it just happened upon you. What began this round of artistry because now you've taken it to such an international professional level and it's unprecedented i mean to watch what you've done in the last few years is mind-blowing you're you're a world-class artist this is awesome thank you well when i started by um 
I was diving in Sea of Cortez, and I and I had this inter- incredible interaction with Amorhead Shark, and uh, it was such a, an incredible experience. I actually, end up in a decompression chamber because I stay a little bit too <laughs> a little bit too long uh, with those shark because I, I, the, those Amorhead Shark are just incredible. And it was about six years ago, and when I when I finished this diving trip, uh, before I get in the chamber, I was looking to buy a piece. Mm-hmm. That's how everything started. I was looking. I was in Cabo San Lucas. I was in La Paz. I was looking everywhere in every store just to buy an Amorhead shark so I could display in my table. And I, there's nothing that was what I was what I what I really want. Something like to remind me this incredible interaction with shark. So when I came home, I decided to sculpt my own. And that's how I started. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I just I, I, no I just make my own. I cast it and polish it. And uh, my buddy who was with my friend who was with me on a diving trip wants one for himself to remember this trip. And and that that's how I started. Life has a way, doesn't it? It's it it sort of shows you the way. It's a bit like when you interact with these animals in the water, and you actually go into the water, down with the sharks. You photograph them yourself, and I'm sure the interaction you had with the hammerhead was amazing. So tell us a little bit about what that did to you, literally. Like, what happened in that interaction? It was just being being able to be so close and same time so, so safe and watching them swimming around me. And that was just, uh, this was, for me, it was a little, it was magical. Mm-hmm. Just being there and... And, uh, and not everybody can do what I do. Not everybody goes to see... Uh, spend time with wildlife or sea life and and interact the way I interact with them. So it's I just want to share what I saw on the water. That's why I sculpt a piece. I want I put all my all my energy. I put all my memories inside this piece, and I just want to share this passion and this beautiful animal with everybody else. That's why I sculpt this first piece. Now, when you actually go into the waters today. You're going in with great whites and other things, right? I mean, you're yeah, here with great big white, sharks. tiger. Uh, I'm going in a few weeks with a uh, great hammerhead again. Yeah, I'm going with uh, whatever animal I need to sculpt, and uh, and I need to feel the animal before I start the piece. It can be uh, a tiger, a wolf, or a sea life shark or manta. If I don't feel it, I will not. It. And when you say feel it, you have an interaction with that being or that animal where you connect with them on some level that gives you the okay to go ahead and get close to them and they come to you? Yeah, the interaction is actually not in my control at all. Since they're all wild animals, predator, most of them, uh, they allow me to be here. And if I don't feel welcome, I will not interact with them. But if I'm, if I'm welcome... If they welcome me and they allow me to interact with them for a little, little while, I uh, I take every advantage I have. I also make sure that I'm going with professional, mm-hmm. so people we, who are spending a lot of time with them, mm-hmm. and I listen to those people. I'm not here to be killed or make those animal, um, uh, you know, show the world that they are dangerous. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to do is you're not happen. provoking them. No, you're, it's a completely opposite. What this I'm is showing. A, pa- a passionate, positive, yeah. loving so, interaction. So if you listen to the people who are spending a lot of time with them, and listening to how you feel, you should be safe. Yeah, that, I mean, not everybody decides to just jump in the water and and you know feed sharks so that you can take pictures of them and 
do, are you in a cage when you do this? Or are you free out into no, the water? No, I was in a cage only with uh, Great White. Yeah. And that was actually my first interaction with Great White close-up. So I'm in a cage and... Uh, Were you I, scared? You're in a cage, so you're pretty safe. Yeah. But... Um, Were you still frightened? No, I was I was able to actually get out of the cage and go in the roof of the cage. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's that's not. It's, it was I didn't do this to prove anything. I just did this because I need some better picture. And when you have you know the cage, you cannot take some great picture. But being able to jump to get out of the cage and top and go in the top of uh, of the on the roof of the cage, you get way better picture. Did you? Yeah, I did oh some great picture out goodness. of the cage. Yeah. Do you have those pictures for sale now? Um, the Great White, no, I don't. I didn't print any yet. But um, I find out that people are interested about my photo work also. Mm-hmm. So I sold a few of my uh, print on canvas. Um, of these kinds of photos of you and the sharks? It's not really me, but the shark. or the Right, the animal you know, that you're animal, photographing yeah. when you're down there anyway. And you, yes, yeah, so we'll come back to all the different things that you have. And tell us really quickly before we go to break, where can people find some of this work? What is your what is your medium where they can view it and then buy it? Well, I'm working with uh, my my work is display in actually four gallery right now. With um, the name is EC Gallery. There is one in uh, San Diego mm-hmm. and in Seaport. There is one in Beverly Hills. On um, and what's your website? My website is victorduyeb at me.com. Very good. And we'll be right back with more Victor in just a minute. Stay tuned because we're going to talk about more shark interactions and other great animals here on Making Life Brighter Radio. And if you have more questions, you can find us at makinglifebrighter.com. And we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Making Life Brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart-opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit MakingLifeBrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer when you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness Channel. See the website for details, www.MakingLifeBrighter.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. 
For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back with Victor Dwia. He is the sculptor extraordinaire of wildlife and sharks. And you need to check out his website at www.victordwiev. Now spell your last name so everyone can know because you're speaking with a French accent. So Okay, it's <laughs> D-O-U-I-E-B. D-O-U-I-E-B.com. Yeah. So Victor, D-O-U-I-E-B.com. Yes. And you'll have to go and see his work displayed there. He has photographs for sale of his encounters with animals up close, and some of them are sharks, some of them are Water buffalo? Water buffalo, yeah. That's an amazing photo. The water yeah, this buffalo. is a, a lucky shot. Really? I, if it's lucky, it's a fantastically, you know, in sync with spirit shot because it's beautiful. It's like you captured all of them together and, and just, they're, it's like they're standing there for you. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really, uh, I didn't actually look for this shot. I was, uh, I have probably a thousand of pictures from Africa and I decided to print only one. I probably come up with other picture because I have some great picture but it's 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 until I really uh, look at my photo on my on my uh, computer that I find out this shot and I was like wow this is a shot I've been isn't it amazing that some of the best artwork is spontaneous whether it's like your interaction with the hammerhead that inspired you to now create your own or if it's a picture like that where suddenly you know you're just in the moment and then you look later and you say, wow, look at I was connected. But I think that's what we're talking about here today. And, you know, this whole show is about consciousness and connection and artistry. And the theme that runs through all of this show and making life brighter is consciousness. And your flow of consciousness to the animals you interact with and back again is something that you were saying in the last segment must be accepted by the animal. The animal Absolutely. has to come to you and say, I accept you and, and then now we can interact. And you just did an amazing photograph with a wolf and hopefully you'll maybe even put that online so people can see it because you had a wolf nuzzle you and love all over you recently yeah <laughs> absolutely for christmas actually oh, there you go Perfect. for christmas yeah it was my christmas gift interacting um i was um in a wolf sanctuary in big bear um and i had the the chance to go inside the cage with a wolf and uh the love they give me was just uh <laughs> It's evident in the photograph, and, yeah, and just... if Victor posts this, you'll have to see, because the, the wolf is loving him like a dog would, like your dog would come up and just nuzzle you, and, and it's just so beautiful. And it shows the spirit of Victor's heart, and what he's done with these animals, and how he interacts with them. And you had a show a few years ago in Santa Monica that I went to, and what was spectacular about this show is that there's a photograph, and then a sculpture of a woman that you went diving with and she held this shark in the palm of her hand on nose end and the shark was suspended in the air like the like the shark whisperer and yes. she was kneel, kneeling down on the yeah the she was floor. actually standing standing up um, this lady who does uh, this uh, interaction with carbon reef shark her name is Christina Zenato and um, I was introduced to her because I was actually uh, looking to sculpt a Caribbean reef shark. But what I find was way more interesting than just a Caribbean reef shark. I find this lady who's been a shark feeder for probably about 20 years now. 
and uh, she put shark to sleep. Uh, they call this tonic immobility. So they actually rub the nose and uh, the shark has some little uh, sensor and the shark goes to sleep. And it, it allowed her to actually lift the shark up and standing up with the shark uh, in the palm of, the, of her hand. So I was, I was like, I was shocked when I saw this and I called her right away when I came back to LA and I said, I want to sculpt you. And um, I started the piece and I find out that it would be much better for me to have her in my living room kneeling on the table than um, working for picture. It's very, it's very difficult to work, uh, to create a 3D based on one dimension. Right. So I fly Christina back here to LA and uh, she stay here for probably almost a week or 10 days until I could um, finish the piece. So what did she do exactly? within that time frame for you? She was kneeling on the table in a bedding suit on my kitchen table. <laughs> and, and I was uh, feeding her with espresso to make sure she doesn't fall asleep. And I was sculpting every detail I could, uh, I, I, every detail I needed. And that was an incredible experience because uh, she's a wonderful woman to start with. She has this incredible connection with Carbine Reef Shark. And I know what I'm talking about because I dive with sharks since a long time and I barely I rarely see anyone interacting the way she interacts. Well, it's obvious in not only your sculpture, but the, the photo of this whole piece. Yeah. It just comes across. You, you, if that's true and you captured that moment of her with that, it shows. It's, it's, it's evident in the emotion that comes through the piece. I yeah, mean, this piece is actually my interpretation of what I was seeing. So when she does this on the water, she's wearing a chainmail. Right. And also all diving gear. And I she's, hope so. <laughs> yeah. And she's also um, uh, standing up. But my interpretation was I want her to kneel down. Yeah. So you give a little bit more respect for the shark. I see. And to, I didn't want to carry, let's call this all uh, diving gear. So I sculpt her in a bedding suit and kneeling down and holding the shark. And I want the, I want the interest and the, the, the focus to be also on the animal, not only on this woman, because my passion is animal first. And But I like to, if I can add an interaction with a person and an animal, it's even better. So my interpretation is what I, what I saw on the water, and she is, it is what she's giving to the shark, a lot of respect. So the shark is, was, was, is the number one when you look at the piece. It's, it's one of my favorite, it's, it's one of my all-time favorite art pieces I've ever seen. Thank you. I, I really love this piece. In the too. world. I mean, I've been around the world, I've traveled, I've gone to museums, I've collected art. This is truly one of the most magnificent pieces. Now, Victor has so many different pieces that he's done, but this has great passion in it. And it's so fascinating that this woman does this. Hopefully, she didn't learn the hard way by putting them to sleep. I mean, how do you get your hand out there to <laughs> practice to put them to sleep to begin with without them eating Well, you? she actually uh, bring them to her by feeding them. I know, but if you're going to put your hand out there, wouldn't that... You know, um, she has this chain mail, and uh, so it's she's protected. Yeah. And I had a chance to actually do it with her, wow. wearing a chain mail. What was that like? It was just, it was just wonderful. I had a, fortunately or unfortunately, one of the shark bit me during, during my feeding, and uh, you, you are so protected, nothing really happened. It, it, it was just uh, 
weird to see your hand inside the shark's mouth. Wow, I'm sure. Yeah, but you know, she she is for me one of the best. If you want to interact with shark, yeah, she's she she's for me the best woman to 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 hook up with to do, to do some interaction. She's absolutely an incredible diver. I think this woman is half fish anyway. Yeah, she's she's all part fish. Yeah. <laughs> so and she's safe. Yeah. And safety for her is number one. Well, so for anybody she clearly who wants has a to, respect, right? Yeah, she has a respect for animal, every animal. Because what's funny is her favorite piece is my gorilla. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's, so it's, did you interact with the gorilla to do that piece? No, 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 no. no. Okay. I, I took picture in zoo and uh, um, work on video, but I, I, I didn't interact with gorilla. I would love to, on my next trip in Africa, to be able to... Uh, Spend a few time, a few 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 days, and interact with gorilla. It would probably allow me to sculpt another one. So tell us all the pieces that you have sculpted so far. What are the animals that you've covered? Because they're so detailed, they're so intricate. They're not. I can't express enough to the listening audience. They're not boring sculpture pieces. Like you walk in, oh, there's a gorilla. There is passion. There is detail. There is artistry on every level in every one of these pieces from the base to the finish to everything i mean it's just magnificent well i um i have a bunch of shark uh well that's your gonna, passion yeah i'm not we gonna name all of them but <laughs> just to name a few i have a oceanic white tip mako shark blue shark hammerhead shark great white um lemon shark caribbean oil shark to name a few of them I have also a gorilla, of course. I have um, a very interesting fish with a lionfish. And I interact with lionfish. I also sculpt a lionfish because instead of being a fish, a shark who needs to be protected, it's actually an animal who are invasive. Really? So instead of showing my work to to teach people how to protect them, I also teach people to recognize this animal to be very invasive and right now um, starting in the from the Bahamas all the way to Brazil is it's a, it's a total invasion yeah the lionfish is a total invasion so I had a chance to sculpt this fish and show people when I do a talk show or uh, a lecture show them show, explain people why I did this fish because there is always a reason behind I also sculpt uh, a leafy sea dragon a what dragon? A leafy sea dragon. Leafy sea dragon. It's actually a very interesting. It's like a sea dragon. Yes. And uh, it lived, they live in Australia, in one part of Australia, and they are endangered. Oh. Endangered species. They are just amazing animal. I actually didn't know about them until somebody talked to me about it. I did some research, and I went to Long Beach Aquarium and took picture of them before I sculpted my piece. But this is probably the most challenging piece that I sculpt. It's it's. It's really a nightmare, but it's a beautiful piece, and people collect them and put them in an aquarium. That's why they are in danger. Huh. And I, if my, uh, if you if, want to bring awareness to this, yeah. And also, I think Asian people are eating them too because. Oh, okay. So it's it's really putting a dent in their population yeah, as yeah. well. Well, we're going to be right back with more Victor Duyeb, and you can check out his website at Victor Duyeb, excuse me, dot com. Dot com. That's. D I D O U D O U I E B. See, I'll get it. <laughs> and we'll be right back with more Victor and his great sculptures. So check him out online and stay with us. 
And you can check out all the information at makinglifebrighter.com. We'll be back in just a few more minutes with more Victor. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health & Wellness. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart-opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit MakingLifeBrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer when you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness Channel. See the website for details, www.MakingLifeBrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with medical intuitive Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. Now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. This is Winifred Adams, and you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio here, and you can look up all the information about our shows as well as all the archive shows at makinglifebrighter.com. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes, and you can check out all the information on the website at makinglifebrighter.com. On the radio tab, there's a live link for each week, and there's also every one of our shows on the player. So if you missed one, you can go back and check it out. We're dedicated here to featuring artists, authors, people who are experts in their field, and certainly all about health and wellness and the environment and anything that makes your life brighter. So on that note, Victor, what does make your life brighter? Hmm. (laughs) Sculpting. Sculpting. And sharing my passion. Yeah. And it's so evident sitting here with him in his own studio you can feel that i mean as soon as he starts to talk about these pieces he lights up and it's such a delight it's a pleasure it's a pleasure to be with anybody that does what they do passionately and it's clear that you love this and you've been we were talking the last segment about all the animals that you've covered and you talked about all the sharks and then you've done a gorilla what else have you done i did my dog actually your dog (laughs) yeah i did my uh it's a female that i uh, that i own Sheepy. And Sheepy, and she actually died from cancer. Aww. And when I find out about uh, a cancer, I just didn't know how to deal with it. Because I start chemotherapy and treatment, and uh, the only way to deal to deal 
with it, with this catastrophic uh, news, is to scold her. So she was next to me for the next six months, and I had a, I spent a lot of time touching her to be able to create the piece. So I just did a bust, but it was just an incredible moment it, to just connect it to a, a different level. I don't know if she felt it or not, but I was touching her a lot, and I was creating this piece, and I barely finished the piece, and um, she just passed. Mm. So I don't sculpt really what people want me to sculpt because I would end up doing Naked Woman and Ballerina. So I, <laughs> I sculpt what I like, I sculpt what I'm passionate about, and if somebody finds any connection with it, it's great. Because when you really think about what is, um, what is art, it's a communication between two people without talking. Right. So I'm creating something, he's talking to you, and you want it. So you actually understand what I'm trying to tell you. This is this is what art is all about. You can look, you can walk by my piece and not feeling anything, and that's okay. But when you feel it, we are communicate mm-hmm. with a piece in between us. That's what art. That's what art is for me. Everybody have his own definition, but that's my definition. See, that was going to be my next question. Is you know people are going to say, well, can you create this this bust of my dog or this and that? And but that's not what you're doing you're creating something from inspiration based on the connections that you find or that you're having with your interactions. Yeah, I, I have no problem creating uh, or sculpting somebody's dog um, if I feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing to just doing and sell it, I, I, just, can't, I just can't do it because I want to do, I want to give 100% of my passion and creativity. So if I am meeting somebody who has a great dog and or any animal and I they allow me to interact with them and I feel some kind of connection I would I would do it because I know how much pleasure they will get from my piece mm-hmm. that would probably be the only reason I would do it but uh, just for the heck of it or for me, to make the money and make another piece no I, I wouldn't probably don't do it sorry what what <laughs> you're so French I love it <laughs> I love it. You just put it out there. This is what I'm going to do. This is not what I'm going to do. And you know what? There's integrity in that because each one of these pieces takes a tremendous amount of focus and time. And you are so particular with how you do them and what you do. Explain a little bit about the process for you and what most of your pieces are made of. Okay. So I'm working with three different uh, medium. I'm, uh, I'm doing stainless steel, bronze with patina, and 18 karat gold. Actually, it's called two pieces in 18 karat gold with a precious, precious uh, stone. Wow, that's fantastic. What were they? There was a lionfish, mm-hmm. and it was a koi dragon. Oh, beautiful. I've and seen that one. Yeah. Fortunately, beautiful. I sold them, so yes. that was, that's great, because I don't want to keep those expensive pieces in my possession. Uh, but um, everything started with me watching a video, a movie, or um, a photo, so when I, when I connect with something on, on TV or on video, on photo, my next step is to find a way to meet any of those animals. And go there and get in the water, get a sanctuary, go to Africa, to go wherever I need to be and interact with those animals, close or not close, whatever the safest is, safest way it is. And from, from there, taking picture and and bring back my, my picture or my video and start sculpting in clay. So the first stage is sculpting the piece in clay. From the clay, I need to make a mold 
of the original from the mold I need to get a wax a duplicating wax that I have to clean up completely from the cleanup of the wax I bring this to a foundry and the foundry give me cast my piece in the metal I choose I need to do the welding and the metal chasing and if it's a bronze I need to patin if it's a stainless steel I need to polish it so there is a lot of different stage and step before I can actually deliver the piece. People don't realize what goes into these and how no. long, how long, how many hours is in one piece? Oh, I don't even want to know. I, I don't know because <laughs> it's, gonna freak, it's going to freak me out. It's a lot of time and um, I will never deliver a piece if I'm not satisfied. I'd rather tell the customer to wait another nine weeks, whatever it takes to, for me to be able to... Um, deliver a piece that I can, I can actually look at it and, and be satisfied. Every of the piece that you see here, you know, I can criticize my work. I'm really good to criticize my work, but at the time I did it, it was the best of my capability of doing it. So it's, each piece for me is it's special. As each piece that I make is actually the best one at the time. So if tomorrow I'm starting something else, like right now I'm working on a great white, it's gonna be my best piece. But the great white I did before, was my great my greatest great, great white yeah and the armor I just finished was my best piece so each piece is my best piece that's why I have a hard time to uh, you know get rid of it and I have so many pieces in my home <laughs> it's it's definitely a labor of love and you stumbled upon this connection not knowing that you would end up doing this absolutely not and I'm still not uh, sometimes I still not believe it when I look at some pieces I'm like I can't believe I did this because I, I don't think I'm really in control. Because when I start a piece, I'm, I'm, I'm some kind of zone of... Uh, I don't really explain what it is. I just let my hand do it, do the job. And I... You're like a channeled medium almost. You're just kind of working I, I, it and feeling yeah, it and Yeah, I'm just, I'm just letting my hand express themselves and creating something. And it's really when the piece is finished that I'm like, wow. I can't believe I did this. Is there something that you haven't done yet that you really desire to do now? No, it's it's um, it's it, it will come. I don't choose pieces. They choose you. They choose me. I don't choose what I want to do. I just uh, it's been a uh, it's been like a wave that I've been surfing from the minute I started, and uh, the right people, the right connection, the right animal, the right situation arrived to me or happened to me at the right time. Right. And just embrace it and do it. And uh, when I did, by example, when I did my dog, I was like, there's no way I can do this. I can do, and I just, it was it was done before I knew it. It was almost like the spirit of the animal carried you through it. Yeah, I, I couldn't really explain it. He's, uh, and I still don't, I still don't explain much. When my dad was alive and uh, he was looking at me making peace, he said, so you just wake up one morning and decide to be a sculptor? I'm like, not really that I just it just happened <laughs> I didn't really choose to be a sculptor it just happened but so I I'm okay with that that's fantastic it's not like you did it when you were um, 20 all of a sudden it happened upon you you know later on and you said okay I'm I'm in this I don't even think you agreed to do it necessarily it just evolved yeah I didn't agree on anything I didn't have a choice <laughs> you just you I didn't just have did a choice it. I just need, I needed to do it Mm-hmm. You're you're driven to do. Yeah, this. I needed to do, and I still have the same passion to do any any new piece. And 
the day this is going to become a job, that's when I'm going to stop. Right. And when the passion is gone, even if I'm famous and I'm selling ton of pieces, if the passion is gone, I will stop. I don't see any other way. I will do something else. I will just retire. But you can be an artist or sculptor or whatever art form you're doing without being passionate about it. It just doesn't work. Absolutely. And people know about it very quickly. You know what's amazing, though, is people never realize what goes into artistry if they don't create artistry themselves. I was in um, the Bellagio in Vegas, and I was speaking to um, Richard McDonald, who is our sort of Rodin today of bodies and sculpting bodies and the Cirque du Soleil. And he was looking at my jewelry, and he, he looked at me and he smiled and he said, people don't realize how long it takes, do they? When he looked at the jewelry, and I said, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I said, how many years did it take for you to get to this point? He said, at least 20. Yeah. At least 20 years of his life to sculpt the way he did in order for the world to then embrace it and then see it. And this is exactly it. Once it gets to that point, people, you know, it's the exponential return. There it is out there. Someone sees your photograph and they go, oh, you sculpt too, and here you go. And the next thing, your pieces are flying out the door. Your your artistry is now in so many different places and it really, you know, now it's intimate, and then, then it becomes a business. And it's one of those things where artists have to control that once they get to that point and really hold their integrity tightly. But people, the public, doesn't realize how many years went into it prior to that happening. Yeah, absolutely. And keeping your integrity is it's very, very important because you can always find people to sculpt for you, and you can put your name on it. Or you can um, subcontract or cast some other place and the quality is not as good, but you are the only one who knows that the quality is not as good. But this is not the right way to do it in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. Well, we'll be right back with more Victor Duya. You can see his pieces on his website. Are you on Facebook as well? Can people find yes, you? Yes, absolutely. I have a page on Facebook for for the fan who follow me, follow my work and uh, wants to learn about every new pieces. And we'll be right back with more Victor. Stay tuned right here on Making Life Brighter Radio. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Making Life Brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart-opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit MakingLifeBrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer when you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness Channel. See the website for details, www.makinglifebrighter.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. Thanks for listening and staying with us today with Victor Duya. He is an amazing sculptor, and he's sharing with us his fantastic artwork here and the inspiration behind it, all the different animals and the connections that he's had. And he has some great upcoming shows that he is going to display his artwork in. And so tell us a little bit about your shows coming up, Victor. Okay, so in February 21st and 22nd, at the gallery, EC Gallery on uh, Beverly Drive in Beverly Hills. Beverly Drive, uh-huh. And the EC Gallery? EC Gallery, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a one-man show where I'm going to be able to uh, bring uh, probably about 10 of my pieces where are going to be displayed. I'm also planning to do a, a little talk, very short, because it's not about conservation, but it's about art. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to talk about a little bit about the species who are in danger right now. Oh, and the great. pieces that I sculpt. So um, also, um, hopefully, we're going to be able to sell few of the piece. And the gallery and me, we're going to give a portion of the profit to different organizations. Fantastic. So tell us the date for that again. 21 and 22nd of February. All right. So the 21st and 22nd of February in Beverly Hills at the EC Gallery. EC Gallery on Beverly Drive. Beverly Drive. Okay. Very good. And, and you have another show as well? I have another show. It's actually a sculptor show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be all about the three or four sculptors that the, ca- the gallery carry. And it's actually next week, uh, on the 18 and 19 mm-hmm. of January. And this is, you have a chance to meet every sculptor that the, ca- the, the gallery carry. So we're going to be able to, you're going to be able to talk to them and talk about their work. And that's, that's for me, a, a good way to promote my big show. That is so much fun because then you get to understand what I keep talking about in this hour, about the passion behind it, and you get to see, <laughs> you'll get to see Victor light up and all about his uh, interactions with these animals underwater and how he's come to this place. And you'll see, once you see these pieces, and especially in person, um, how detailed they are and how beautiful they are, each one of them. They're magnificent, truly. It's like it's like something that is just waiting for museum quality uh, showcasing all over. It's, it's magnificent. Well, it's, it's a way for me to uh, share uh, what I'm seeing on the water for everybody who's not allowed, who's, who's, not, who's not capable or don't have the, 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 the be lucky to yes. go on the water and see what I see. So this is pretty much uh, um, sharing my passion with them and show them as the animal that I sculpt, that I see, as detailed as I can. And, and if you can't uh, go to one of these shows, or if you are not in the U.S. and you would like some of his work, of course you can order it through him in his website online. And your website again is... VictorDuyeb.com Duyeb, <laughs> D-O-U-I-E-B. Um, D-O-U-I-E-B. <laughs> you can go to uh, any of those four gallery. Um, Las Vegas, EC Gallery Las Vegas, EC Gallery Beverly Hills, or EC Gallery San Diego. And uh, um, the Grand Walea in Ma- Maui. It's a Napua Gallery, exactly. And you can see or purchase any of my work there. 
Fantastic. And you also have a book out? I have a book out that I did um, a few years ago, so it's not as complete as it should be right now because I have probably about another 20 pieces since mm -hmm. I finished the book. And um, it's for sale too on my website, and you can also find this book at the gallery. And there's two of my print are also available in my website. One is the Oceanic White Tip print on canvas, and the other one is a Waterfield Buffalo print on aluminum. That is beautiful. So yeah. that's, you know, it's, um, I'm probably gonna have more picture, but I'm very picky about what I print. So I really need to have the picture perfect. What, what do, what's the price range of some of these items? Uh, some small pieces start around maybe 3500 mm -hmm. and uh, the big pieces go up to 40000 40000 yeah. yeah. And we're not talking the gold ones. No, we're not talking about the gold ones. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk about the gold ones. Right, right. But we're talking about those that are in bronze. Yeah. Or stainless steel? Stainless steel, yeah. That's amazing. Stainless steel is very different than chrome work. Mm-hmm. Chrome is a layer that you put on top of any metal. Stainless steel is pure stainless steel, high polish. Yeah. That's so in... It's almost like titanium metal in a sense. Yeah, know, in, like in a, 200 years, it's still going to look the same. Yeah. Compared to chrome, it's going to peel out slowly. Mm -hmm. So I don't do chrome. I do stainless. Stainless steel. It's, well, it's just gorgeous. And, you know, it lends, all that lends to the shark perfectly. And everything that you've done to it to give it effect it's just perfect thank you it really is amazing and victor has so many different animals and so many different pieces i, I think i saw a turtle yeah and, you're right uh what else have i seen it's all the different sharks in all the different poses one of them looks like he's almost breaching he's like kind of curled in a, in a oh. view up there which one one up at the edge. It looks like he's... Oh, it's actually the, the little... Yeah. It's actually a soup it's, uh, it's actually based on a tattoo that I saw on a, on a, on a woman's foot. Really? Yeah, and I, and I just freaked out. I loved it. And ah. I'm like, are you okay if I sculpt your tattoo? And she said, yeah, of course. <laughs> so inspiration come, come from... It, it comes from, you know, I just have to see it and feel it. And if I'm getting obsessed about it, I sculpt it. That's so cool because really I looked at that and I thought, wow, now that's neat. It reminds me of breaching sharks out at, at the coast. Yeah. And when the sharks come out of the water, some seven feet sharks will pop out of the water all of a sudden and breach to get the parasites off their back. It's actually my last, my next uh, piece is a breaching really? right shark, the one I'm walking right now. Yeah, on oh, it. I, can't I don't know when it's going to be finished, but I've been, I've been, I started when I came back from the great white shark diving. I started right away because I was inspired for my photo. And um, it's been sitting over there because of all the show coming up and all those galleries carrying my work now. I have to make sure every gallery had enough pieces. So I was working on it. Plus I end up going diving again and I'm going diving again in a few weeks. Wow, and you had a great experience with the founder of Brooks Institute. Ernie Brooks. Ernie Brooks, and he's one of the foremost photographers. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's actually a legend. Uh, just having the chance to meet him uh, was just uh, amazing and so, Victor, you you had Ernie Brooks want one of your pieces, and that's really kind of a, an honor because he's such a legend in in photography, founding Brooks Institute and all that, and and that's really great. And where can people get some of your signed work if it's not a sculpt sculpted piece? You know, usually during um, any 
public speaking in aquarium or any display in any gallery i make sure i carry some book with me when i go to any uh, any of those events and a bunch of postcards mm. because they're beautiful postcards by the way they could be framed and put on the wall as artwork truly yeah i did we did those postcards for you know not everybody can afford my artwork and i understand completely but at least if they leave the little postcard as uh, i think it's nice so they are very well done. We uh, spent some money on it. Yeah, and, you know, attention uh, to detail for everything, truly. So usually I carry a bunch of them and uh, books, and I want to make sure you can just grab whatever you want and, and take it home. Yeah, so absolutely. You can pick up a piece and start your collection. You can get a book by Victor. You can get a postcard. You can actually buy prints that he's taken photos of that have then inspired the sculptures and uh, how is it that they do the print on metal because the water buffalo is on metal what is that well I went to this uh, place and I, uh, I, j I just asked them if they could print on metal and they said uh, yeah they, we can print on aluminum that is so cool so I don't know if actually the picture is I don't think the picture is print on it I think it's probably glue on it I don't really know how they do it but every picture those two pictures the Oceanic white tip, I didn't see any other way that canvas. Because canvas, print on canvas for me, uh, it makes the shark coming out. And especially this kind of photo where the shark come out to your face and it was a great shot. And the water buffalo, I just, uh, I just liked it on, on aluminum. So I don't really, um, I choose the way I want to print those pictures and that's the way they're going to be printed. So I, I will not do the water buffalo on canvas. It That's be, fantastic. Yeah. That's great. So you can start a collection with Victor's work today in any way that you can afford to do or that you might like, and, and it will be collectible one day soon. His, his attention to detail and his passion really does come through each piece, and I've, I've just felt so honored in watching this process over the years. It's, it's amazing that I drop in and I see this and that, and it seems like each time I do, you've just jumped forward so many more feet in terms of the types of animals that you're doing, the um, kind of thing that you're doing, the poses that you choose, all of that. Everything about it has so much passion in it and so much attention. And as you were saying earlier, inspiration, because it just was flowing through you. Yeah, yeah. There is an evolution of, if you actually look at the work from the beginning to now, there is an evolution of uh, the base the detail and uh, I am actually really good to criticize my those first pieces that I made at the beginning and um, that's uh, part of uh, part of the evolution of a sculptor or any singer or any any artwork and but people still like my first pieces mm -hmm. they love to see the evolution and they still collect the first pieces oh that's fantastic well thank you so much for coming today and, and letting us share in your delight in your passion because this is a real treat and some of these photos will be on makinglifebrighter.com so that you can see some of Victor's artwork there you can also go to his website and on Facebook you can find him as well so I can't say thank you enough this is really You're a very welcome. treat and wishing you all the best for your shows and upcoming talks and we'll be seeing more of you yes I hope so absolutely well stay tuned everybody we have Sheila E coming up in the future and we have lots more great shows so we're going to keep inspiring you and hopefully making your life brighter too. 
We'll talk to you next week. This is Winifred Adams with Making Life Brighter Radio. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us each week at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. You are my Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.